Blog Talk Radio.
Hi there, and welcome to the Science of Light Show. This is Randy Goldberg, and happy holidays and happy New Year. Um, 2015, can you believe it? Wow. Yeah, as they say in the business, it's going to be a good year, oh yeah. Yeah, it is. Here, a lot of continued change, and um, 2015 is going to be a uh, green wood cheap year, uh, year of the ram, year of the goat, so cooperation with the sheep and stubbornness of the goat and butting heads of the ram all involved in the symbolism of the Chinese theology. So, uh, yeah, let's take a look. Um, As this year starts, we have um, Saturn moving out of Scorpio it's been for the last couple of years and it's been rough for a lot of people, a lot of deep wounding and stuff to look at that wasn't easy, hard lessons and shadow material, getting in touch with deep wounds and doing the healing work to uh, them and own them and uh, make unconscious Walks conscious to let go of and feel the, the pain and different um, emotions associated with some of these. And um, now we're we're moving in. Uh, Saturn is moving into to Sagittarius, and um, Scorpio is a much more unconscious sign, and Sagittarius. Uh, rules knowledge and learning and um, long distance travel, other cultures, humanitarian debts, and so this these materials and things that we've been pulling up from the depths of our being are now able to be made conscious and for them to be given the meaning that they have and a place in our life where we're not just continually pulled down and dragged down by this material, but it becomes the building block for our next step of growth. And, yeah, so on uh, December 23rd, Saturn moved into Sagittarius, and it's going to be there most of the year. In the summer, we have some different things going on, and it's kind of a summer of having fun and, uh, you know, letting loose in summer and uh, um, it's just back to, to Scorpio <clears throat> in June and then in September comes forward into Sagittarius uh, for the next few years. So um, <clears throat> most of this year it's going to be in Sagittarius and it's going to feel different than it has, it's not as heavy as the, the Scorpio energy. Um, Saturn asks you to do the hard work to build a foundation um, where it shows up in your chart. And 
with it being in Scorpio, we've had to look at a lot of shadow material and see how we've been sabotaging ourselves unconsciously. And and now uh, in Sagittarius, it's going to be a time of, of learning and uh, being able to put that, that unconscious uh, instincts and urges into conscious direction, will, power, and meaning and creating the vision you want in your life and stepping into that. It's going to be a year of learning. It's kind of a theme that's out there for this year. It's a lot of it's a time for... Um, uh, it's a, this, a year of gathering is another way of, of looking at this year, 2015. So it's time to gather in the skills and knowledge you're going to need for going ahead with your life, with your career, with your um, your plans for your life. And uh, we're coming to the end of the Uranus-Pluto square. Um, it's happened three. Uh, it started <coughs> um, 2012, uh, end of 2011. Last three years, it's gone exact. Three, seven times, and this year will be the last of those seven. And um, a time of uh, change in the world, and a lot of things in the air, and trying to figure out what's sustainable and works for uh, people on the planet. And um, I'll get into that more in a bit. Um, the uh, first half of the year, um, Pluto going to be training Uranus, and that's going to be really a nice aspect of getting the blessings of technology and new inventions and uh, technological speed of things is always uh, accelerating these days. And in August of this year, we have... Uh, Jupiter going into Virgo. Jupiter tends to stay in a sign for about a year, and um, so it's going to be leaving Leo and moving into Virgo, and it's going to be an emphasis of health and on the environment, environmental awareness, what we need to do to create a sustainable economy that works for the planet. And um, yes, that's a nice thing coming up in 2015, um, and we've been in a, in a cycle of, uh, ever since uh, 9-11, we've been in this 18-year cycle in the U.S. chart uh, from a Vedic perspective that's uh, been all about enemies and being dragged into foreign wars and stuff, and particularly these last three years were the hardest economically. So um, things should start slowly picking up. Um, there'll still be three more years of a uh, bit of quagmire as we adjust to uh, a new. This, you know, the economy will begin to thrive as we adjust to this different economy. It's not the same economy that we had, and uh, just there's a whole new way of doing things along with. 
the technology and the outlook and the millennials coming in and redefining many things and a lot of great changes and some difficult changes. But, uh, yeah, making it work for you is going to be easier because they'll be um, beginning uh, strengthening that way. A lot of, you can think of this year as um, that the, the light emerges and the vision is there finally um, and uh, we begin to see what the direction is we want to move. Um, there will be plenty of radical change and irrationality are still going on a lot, um, uh, particularly... The uh, internet is amplifying a lot of the irrationality. We've had a lot of planets and water signs, and this year we're going to have a lot in fire signs. So um, there's going to be a shift to, and the fire can be impulsive. Uh, we've got Uranus in Aries and South Node in Aries, Jupiter in Leo until it goes into Virgo. Uh, Later in the year, and then uh, Venus and Leo, and um, Sag- uh, Saturn and Sagittarius, and their fire sign. So, uh, particularly March and August are really fiery months. Um, we have that seventh uh, exact Pluto <clears throat> Uranus square happening in March. There's uh, an eclipse. Uh, at the end of, of March and uh, uh, beginning of April. So there's a lot of energy building up, particularly at the end of end of March. Often uh, we see different scandals and things being exposed with eclipses. But, um, yeah, the year of fire is uh, another theme that's there this year, 2015. It's a lot of dynamic energy and people burning with passion for the things they believe and want to see uh, manifest in the world. And, um, yeah, this this summer, um, things slowed down a bit. People want to have fun. Um, And, uh, then coming in the fall, there's some big aspects going on. We got Earth and John Pluto in October. Um, there's a lot of um, some good Jupiter aspects this year. That um, it's a hard slog for a lot of people, and a lot of destructive change happening in people's lives. But there's a little bit more inspiration and um, light at the end of the tunnel. Some of these Jupiter influences. And uh, Jupiter brings wisdom and insight. Jupiter, from a Vedic point of view, Jupiter removes the poison. The situation can be painful, can be difficult in life, but the poison, the the part that causes the pain, gets removed by Jupiter, gives blessings. Um, And Saturn is going to be squaring Neptune. That's a whole adjusting to reality and it's there's going to be a lot of um, things and people getting real about making them 
concrete and work in the world and the things that don't work get jettisoned and uh um yeah that's a that's a whole big um aspect that I'll talk a bit about more just a little bit. Um we got three Mercury retrogrades here, one coming up at the end of the month from the first twenty uh, first of January to um second uh, of uh, February and um there's uh oh things are intense right now in the holidays. People have been having a lot of tension and um uh we've got a full moon coming up and cancer on the fourth here in January, and we kind of start this year with a full moon um, and people will be full of the food and everything else from the holidays and uh so we kind of start the year needing to let go of what we're ready to let go of. And um the uh yeah um another things going on in, in August. March and August are definitely hot months, so lighting up with a lot of activity. Um Jupiter's squaring Saturn in August, so in Vedic Astrology, they talk about planetary war with that kind of combination. It's the two opposite energies um, pulling in a very idealistic and a very concrete and, um, you know, definitely wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of shouts from Congress and the Senate for impeachment and, you know, all kinds of the polarization at extreme at that point. And uh, let's see, then in uh, September we have two more eclipses, the lunar and solar eclipse. Solar eclipse on the 13th, lunar one at the end of September on the 27th. Um, and Venus, we have Venus retrograde. Uh, um, so that there's there's been a lot going on with relationships, and um, it calms down a little bit this year, but uh, we get to sort out what's going to last. And um, as we move into this year, things feel a little bit unsettled with work, relationships, with a lot of things. We're just like, should I jump ship? Should I go in a different direction? So a lot of this will get settled out throughout the year. Um yeah, so let me talk a little bit more in depth about some of these things. So this generational transit that we've been experiencing the last few years is the Uranus-Pluto square that um, began 2011 and um, in the... Uh, mirroring um, when Pluto and Uranus were conjunct in the 60s. So at that time, it was from 64 to 66. So we think of the 60s really 
bubbling up big, you know, in 68. And so what we're experiencing now is going to be felt for the next few years. And so it was first started to feel it, say, in 2006, and it's going to go all the way till 2020, and it's going to define the generation. Um, and when it started in 2011, that's when we, 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 uh, saw the Arab Spring kick off, and then um, that summer, the Occupy movement, and um, so many different um, things uh, began to bubble up, and um, so there started to be a huge push for change that brought about the resistance to change, and that's the classic thesis and then antithesis. Um, so we're actually in the stage now um, where we can't really necessarily see what the the third thing is. So it was interesting to note how um, the congresswoman who doesn't have a vote in D.C., um, District of Columbia has like a shadow congresswoman, Eleanor Norton, um, and she came out and pleaded for the people protesting the Black Lives uh, Matter protests to please, you know, formulate and come up with concrete um, proposals for the movement. So even, and she's very progressive, and, uh, you know, so even someone totally um, in their corner is seeing how we're having a reaction and actions and reactions and um, so we haven't we, we see that there's a lot of things the uh, corporate dominance and the uh, banking system and you know Wall Street influence so many things are out of whack and we push back against that but what's going to emerge in the next couple of years will be figuring out concrete ways to move forward with something that works because we know the broken system now doesn't really work and uh, Saturn is uh, in Sagittarius that's going to that will help with that bringing in wisdom and insight into making this a more uh, unified world and seeing the, the oneness connections that uh, they're there on a deeper level. Um, Jupiter is going to be going into Virgo and um, so I mentioned there's uh, emphasis on health and the environment. Uh, with uh, this total Uranus, since we have a Uranus transit, and with any Uranus transit, astrologers just say expect the unexpected. So we're in this period of big change, but we don't know what events will necessarily trigger uh, exactly what that is. But we've seen, you know, the huge changes in the gay marriage laws and marijuana laws and now with uh, 
the relations with Cuba, the things that, you know, for so many years, total wall, absolutely no possibility of change overnight to open up and big changes. So we have a lot of that dynamic. Um, I mentioned uh, the fiery uh, influence. We had so much water last year, which was a lot of uh, irrationality and... uh, so things get a little fiery, will dry up some of that over emotionality of the water. And a lot going on with relationships, um, Venus and Mars um, have uh, been coming in contact with each other, several conjunctions. Um, we had three of them um, um, that's actually going to happen throughout um, 2014. So that shook up a lot of partnerships, a lot of relationships, and a lot of new relationships are being formed. And this year we'll kind of weed out which of those are going to last and be more permanent lifetime friendships and relationships and um particularly July, August, um, is when Venus goes retrograde, so uh, there'll be a lot of questioning about if the relationship is working and if it's worth sticking it out and what changes need to come about. Um the uh as uh, normal we will have uh three mercury retrogrades. I mentioned the one here in late January, early February, there'll be another one late May, early June, and then one in late September and early October. And some people get freaked out, worried about them and it's just the time to uh go back and finish projects that haven't been projects and reevaluate things, renew, retreat, slow down. Um, so it's hitting at a, a nice time. Um, and when winter is very strong, and there's kind of a general need for that anyway. <clears throat> when it's coming up. And um, so. Another long cycle that's going on there is a Jupiter-Saturn opposition. And um, so this is something that uh, the final five years of this cycle that's uh, been going on for a long time and uh, not really fully end, but it's bringing up chaos as the... Um, New orders emerge and old uh, things that don't longer work. Their dinosaurs die away, and uh, at the end of the decade, we'll be seeing the results of all that. So we live in interesting times. A lot of big changes going on, um, and besides the change of all this, you're on a pseudo square. We got uh, Saturn. And Neptune are going to be squaring this year. 
that's a really interesting one. Um, Saturn is structure, and Neptune is idealism. Neptune is uh, in Pisces. It makes it very strong for the spiritual energy. It's very um, woo-woo for some people, far out, and um, a wave of uh, inspiration and new movements. But as soon as the clash to filter out what's fantasy and what's not real and coming down to earth. And um, we're at a time where, where people are getting serious about putting their ideals into reality so that it's actually a very nice marriage when the energies uh, can be harmonized. That it's very, the Neptune is very mystical, can be escapist. Um, and uh can also be a wave of just where the veil gets thinner and people are, have easier access to the spiritual realm and meditation and connecting to their soul and their higher self. And, uh, but Saturn wants to take those dreams and uh, shake them out and make sure what's real. And um, so sometimes... Uh, with this cycle, utopias don't do well. Uh, in the end, we see the harsh realities of the world and uh, everything seems a little heavier, but uh, Saturn um, wants the dreams to uh, get challenged and see what's real and what's not and uh, make a meaningful bridge from a uh, higher place to this hard earth. And, um, yeah, so it's an interesting dynamic. Um, um, it's going on for the next uh, three years. Um, the Sag and Pisces dance. Um, those planets. And uh, slowly... Uh, going to replace, you know, Uranus and Pluto are shaking up things on a more political level, and this is a little bit more having to do with people's values and worldviews and um, having an ecological uh, sense that filters down to people's lifestyle, or um, incorporating not just being green on the outside, but having deep green values, green lifestyles, green um, ways of living that where their whole lifestyle is an expression of of a deeper harmony with the earth and the environment and nature and, and these things. So, let's see. I think that's kind of what uh, mind out um, takes a lot to go through the whole year so there's more I'll be coming up with in the next uh, uh, month or two as, uh, as I go deeper into this, in this material but um, feel free if you're listening if you have a question or comment um, the call in number is 760 or five, and um, you can also type in the chat room. But I just wanted to give that overview of the year of gathering, the year of 
light emerging and the vision being there to be taken in and seen fully. Um, Greenwood, ram, goat, sheep year. It's, it's going to be a nice year. It's a year where um, definitely there's a lot of intensity. But, you know, this the Jupiter, again, is making a lot of nice aspects that are going to be making things a little more bearable and inspiring and uh, a little bit lightening of the load. So, Yahoo for that. And uh, I have, um, to see how all this plays out in your chart, um, $80 for an hour of reading and set something up. Uh, go to my website, astrodc.com, a s t r o d c dot com, and um, I'll be reading on telephone, Skype, uh, all over the world, and uh, yeah, it's nice to get uh, get both the Western and Vedic perspectives from a um, Western and Vedic system from a Jungian perspective, and uh, see how all this plays out in your charts. That's an important thing. So, um, thanks for listening, and we'll go out with some Twenty Child music. Musician, I love all the best in this new year, um, 2015. Yeah, it's going to be great. And um, take care. I'll um, be back next week.